Amen, amen, amen. This is Pastor Jane. And like always, we just had a little minor delay this morning. You know, the state flower kind of blocked us off from the freeway, but we are on track. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and start off with our scripture and prayer. And today's scripture will be coming out of Romans 14 and 12. And it says, so then each one of us will give account of himself or herself to God. We always got to be accountable for what we do say, what we what we think, because at the end of the day, you can't blame nobody. The day that you stop blaming people is the day that you, you finally set yourself free from excuses. And you always have to understand that excuses is a bridge to nowhere. It's not going to help you. It's not going to build you. And it's not going to help you self-reflect on the things that you need to do. Amen? Amen. Dear Father, thank you for bringing us here safely, Lord. Thank you for another day. Thank you for new grace and mercy this morning, Lord. God, just be able to touch everybody under the sound of my voice, Lord, that they'll be able to wake up feeling good, feeling blessed, ready to use, be used in their ministries, God. God, protect everybody as some people are heading to their ministries as we speak right now, God. And God, anybody that is going through it, that feel like they can't make it, just let them have the confirmation to know that they are going to be fine. That despite whatever happened, despite whatever setback happened, that you still sit on the throne so you can make it. God, we just thank you for all the things that you're doing. We just ask you right now to just be able to bless this show, to be able to touch everybody out there, to be able to plant a seed, that something be said that someone could be able to take from this show so that they could be saying, you know, what can I do? To be saved. We said it all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 That saxophone is playing, y'all. <laughs> I used to play saxophone. Amen. We're gonna go ahead and cue go and cue into our in our announcements. Woo! Our announcements is it's me and DJ Severe in the studio today. They left us, <laughs> but right, we going right. we, it's going to keep going. Amen. So in the absence of Lady AJ, Miss Maya and coach, just know that we are thinking about you and you and the guys enjoying your day off um, next week. You guys be enjoying the show without me because I'll be on vacation myself. So it's OK. They take vacation. I'll take vacation. That's how we're going to do it. So. And announcements. Announcements is that there is the, I believe it's the college fair with the 100 Way organization is happening at UNLV um, this month. It is going to be for senior, uh, juniors and senior high school students to be able to get a lot of information, get some prizes, a whole bunch of things. Check out that event through 100 Way. You can actually check 100 Way nonprofit on instagram and on facebook uh w one thing that i want everyone to know is that our year anniversary is coming up whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. in radio for almost a year y'all man that's 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 crazy throw the bomb squad one more time just one more time there you go so we'll be having a compilation and kind of like a look back moment on our anniversary so that just that's something special that you can look forward to and understand that we are out here trying 
to be the best show for you. Amen. Amen. So one thing that I don't think I have anything is weird not having my co-host. But anyway, you can find me. Let's go ahead and where we could be found. Um, this is Pastor Jay. You can find me on official Jaylon J A Y L O N dot Calhoun on Instagram. You can find me at Pastor Jaylon Calhoun on Facebook. And you can just find me there. And then um follow the uh anointed radio instagram at lv anointed radio and on facebook just anointed radio and we on youtube y'all get them youtube likes and go subscribe at youtube at anointed radio um anointed radio show on youtube and today we have a special guest today yes he's special and he knows that he's a special guest today in the studio with us we have charles whitby Woo-woo. Oh, I like that. Like, round of applause. Yeah, thank, yeah. Thank yeah. you very much. They standing up. They standing up for thank, you, man. Thank you very much. <laughs> he'll be in the studio. He'll be after we go into our in our gospel jams. We'll be going to his interview. And he's gonna be talking about how he be so suited and booted because he so fresh and so clean, clean. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and go into the mix. Um, but before I do that, let me do the shout outs. You can find my co-host, um, Coach, at nine one zero coach you can find lady aj at lady aj 2020 at gmail you can find um miss maya on um music by maya officials and dj severe is here i ain't doing yours i'm sort of out oh, there okay. it, it floating <laughs> around in social media land because facebook keeps shutting me down <laughs> well they were breached hey just i'm gonna put that announcement if you get anything from jaylon calhoun pastor jay any of my aliases it right. wasn't me it ain't no Cause I don't reach out to many people, and if you do, you'll know it's me. So, just keep that in mind. Facebook was breached. Now all these duplicate yeah. accounts are coming up. So, just be aware. Another thing I heard on the radio, and I want to share this: if you are a Medicaid person, um, they're doing a scam right now, where people are calling people about Medicaid and trying to get your social information. Medicaid will never call for your information. They already have your information. They will never call, so do not give your information if you have Medicaid or Medi-Cal or any of that to someone over the phone. You do not have to, because they are taking the social security numbers off the uh, Medicaid cards. So if you have that, make sure you don't give your information. And if you have the Cash App, Cash App does not have a customer service line. Um, I saw a big thing on scams on that one, just giving y'all like daily news I've been seeing. Um, Cash App is only on email. They don't even have a number. So if you have the Cash App and something happens and you try to call a, a 187 number or anything like that, that is fraud. They only do emails and they will not ask you for your email or any of that they will just email you back through the um through the thing and try to fix your account all right but yeah go ahead dj severe let's we about to go in the mix what we about to listen to today this right here is miss lauren dago man she she's she's hot man on the um contemporary gospel um charts she's got like five hits on billboard man what? in the top 20 she's got like five of them she's she banging them out okay but beautiful song right here check it
testimony. This goes out to everybody that's having problems, but you want to get rid of the problems. Jesus woke me up this morning. I feel so good. It made me want to preach. It made me want to preach. Jesus woke me up this morning. I feel so good. It made me want to preach. It made me want to preach. I've been searching for the light, searching for the Christ, living on my knees, trying to get it right. I got myself together, but I want to live better. I've been praying on my knees, Lord help us please, deliver us from evil so we can be free. I've got myself together, but I'm trying to live better. a little bit. I have a, I have a guest here that I would like to bring up to share right now. Um, I want you to just, she's going to bless us in a mighty way right now. I want you to welcome to the stage Shayna Wilson-Williams. Right.
Stretch out your hands. Come on. Yes, the world. Yes, the world. Bow down.
Amen, amen. So we about to go into our interview. And like I said, we here on Gorilla Cross have Charles Woodby. So, Mr. Charles, we're going to go ahead and talk about your brand. What is your brand for the listeners that's listening right now? So my, so my brand is Chivalry Lives. It's, uh, you know, it's a custom clothing brand birthed out of... Uh, uh, actually, I started in the in the men's space, and so I started. The company was called the Dapper Gentleman, and you know, started doing a lot of suiting for a lot of men, custom suiting, shirting, shoes, etc. And then women start asking, and so it's like, 
the brand had to evolve as the demand evolved. And right. it couldn't no longer be the, the dapper gentleman because the women would never come. Right. So uh, changed it to Chivalry Lives because, you know, it's got the ladies and gentlemen. It's all about class and, and uh, you know, the, the, the brand is, is based off that. That's crazy. And um, it's crazy that you said about how the the ladies start actually adapting to your brand and liking your styles because um, interesting fact is that, you know, Victoria's Secret was originally made for men. And wow. women start, they start going after the brand of women and then it became all about the women right. for the brand because we all know that the bigger market of people that buy clothing constantly is women. Absolutely. So it's crazy because sometimes you... You have a vision and of something of what you start, and then it involves yeah. to something that you would have never even thought of, and it's kind of like a dope aspect onto it. Exactly, I think that's that's the beautiful thing about life and God and everything is that you know, um, Scripture says that we know in part and we prophesy in part. Right. So there are there are certain things that we can. God knows what we're able to ingest and digest at one time. And I don't know that I could have, you know, digested doing men and women at the same time and, mm -hmm. you know, how, how that actually looks and in, in, in the functionality, but, you know, God released the vision as I was progressing. I start saw the demand and it was just like, okay, this is a good market to be in. And, and, uh, and so that's why the evolution of the brand happened. Okay. So where are you coming from? Where, where, where's your hometown? So I'm, I'm originally from Lansing, Michigan. And uh, it's actually the capital city. Everybody thinks Detroit is the capital of Michigan. I didn't know that. So you sure told me. <laughs> I, I knew that. I knew that. Lansing, Michigan is the capital. It's, a, it's about 150,000 people. I went to Michigan State University, which is in East Lansing. So a lot of people know about the Spartans, uh, especially that 2001 Flintstone team with Mateen Cleaves and, <laughs> and Charlie Bell and Mo P. You know, a lot of people know about that. And, uh, um, so, you know, obviously, you know, Magic Johnson, I went to the high school where Magic went and went to school with his oldest son, Andre. And, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm from a, a town with some, you know, with a little bit of history and, right. uh, and, you know, I moved out to Vegas in, uh, 2008 or seven, 2007. So I'll be here 11 years. So, I, so I'm a, I'm a local. So, you know, if you stay here longer than seven years, so I got kind of got two homes now. So I guess I'm not a local because I've only been here three years. Yeah, so you're, um, not, you're not in Grange yet. So I'm still yeah yeah Ria. Y'all heard it. You still on the road. So we don't know if we we don't know if you're gonna make it yet. <laughs> well, how how the property tax is set up? I'm gonna just go ahead and throw you out there. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so with with your brand, what what was the thing that sparked your brand to actually come and develop into getting into clothing and, and things like that? Yeah. So, you know, like, um, I've been in the church all my life and in, in the Midwest, we suit up for church. And so I've, I've been in suits and I, since I was a little kid and I love to dress. I enjoy it. Uh, my pastor is a master dresser. Like he's, you know, uh, coming from the black church, you see a lot of different styles. You see right. like, you know, kind of the Detroit long jacket with the bright colors and things like that. And you mean the Easter jacket mostly? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. And and so you would see a lot of black pastors wearing stuff like that. And uh, my pastor was the first person, like a black male that I ever saw that dressed 
where he could go anywhere and what he was wearing mm-hmm. on a Sunday. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it was like that that fashion where it was like, this is clean and it's not too loud. It's not too, you know, it's not too flashy. And so I kind of adopted that style from him. And uh, and then, you know, I, I get a little bit more risky. I, I do a little more, more risque now that I've, you know, kind of established myself as a, as a fashion brand. And so, um, you know, that that's kind of the first inspiration. And so, you know, my background is IT. Right. And when I would deal with a lot of vendors and a lot of, you know, client, people in IT and they're always like, Charles, you the best dressed dude in IT, you know, where you get your stuff from? So people started asking me all the time, where will I get my stuff from? And how can I, you know, could I help them style? And I'm like, Hmm, there's some money in this. Right. You know? And so it kind of birthed the vision of, uh, uh, actually, before that even happened, I had, uh, um, when I first moved to Vegas, I, I had um, created a logo for something called Metro Man. And it was like the same concept. It was, you know, at that time, the term metrosexual was really popular because it was kind of describing a man who was more sensible about his fashion and his mm-hmm. style. And so, uh, like, I had created this logo. I was I was real good in Photoshop. And so, you know, I just did it because I was like, man, one day I want to do this. And uh, little did I know I would actually do it. It wouldn't be called what I originally called it. But, um, you know, it just kind of, like, again, it just evolved into, you know, people asking me. And, and then I started partnering with smaller brands that did, like, accessories. So ties and and uh, pocket squares and lapel flowers and things like that. That's kind of how I got started, just testing the market and selling accessories. Gotcha. And so th- that was really, that went really well. And then I started getting clients who would be like, hey, Charles, I, they show me their phone, see somebody dressed in Instagram, like, you know where I can find a suit like this? And I'm like, no, nah, man, I I, don't, I ain't never seen nothing like that. You know, so then um, I started going to Magic in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I started going to Magic, and I started, you know, meeting with uh, manufacturers and things like that. Started seeing fabrics. Started, I'm like, man, okay, all the stuff that my clients are asking about, I can actually create this for them. And so, so quick question yeah. on that for some of the people that are not from Vegas and don't know what Magic's is. Where is Magic's, and what is Magic? So Magic is the biggest fashion trade show in the world. It comes to Vegas twice a year, and it also goes to New York. Gotcha. And so they have like, um, basically, if you if you're if you are a fashion retailer, a fashion brand, or a fashion manufacturer, you're gonna be at Magic. You know, it's just it's just the way it's set up. You you know. It's where you develop those relationships. You see what's upcoming for the new season. A lot of people think that people start trends. The fashion industry starts trends. Right. So when I go to Magic in February, <laughs> they're going to be talking about what's going to be in stores next August. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's the industry sets the, the, the trends. So I get a chance to see what's going to be popping, what colors are going to be really, you know, in the stores and things like that. But um, Magic, you know, gave me the capability to be able to start doing the manufacturing process and uh, developing a partnership so that I can provide uh, not only accessories, but the suiting and shirting and shoes that my clients would want. So, um, again, it evolved. It it became where I had no idea how to get into any of this. I started partnering with people that I can, you know, I would buy something offline. I would like it and I would say, hey, you know, do you got somebody reselling this for you? And they were like, no, and I develop a relationship where, hey, you, you know, I'll buy wholesale from you if you'll give me a, you know, uh, agreement that I can sell it 
at a profit. Right. And so started pushing small minority owned uh, uh, manufacturers and actually getting them in other stores. Uh, for a long time, I represented a company um, that we placed stores at the Stitch store in the Cosmopolitan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did some stores uh, in, in Dallas, Texas, and in California. I was going to each state placing product in the store. So I kind of developed like a dual type of situation where I was B2B and B2C. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... You know that that's just been a fun process for me and uh, something new. I like I like uh, challenges and risks, and so uh, that's how I got into it, man. Okay, so let's go ahead and uh, elaborate on your IT experience. Okay, Can, go ahead and elaborate on that. So my degree is in computer networking, and I, I started working in computers for electronic data systems in Michigan in two thousand and two, uh, and so electronic data centers or uh, electronic data centers systems eds sorry it's early (laughs) (laughs) y'all eds is uh they used to be they were bought by hewlett packard but they used to be the it for uh gm general motors so that's kind of how i got started so i worked there for a couple years and i went on to work for at&t and uh as a network engineer and then when I moved to Vegas, I ran um, uh, the IT security for uh, American Casino and Entertainment Properties, which at the time owned Stratosphere, um, Arizona Charlies, and the Aquarius in Laughlin. Then I moved over to Xerox, where I was a uh, uh, director of security services for a major for a couple major accounts, and so. Um, like my, my specialization is information security. I have nine IT certifications and five of them are related to, to security. So, um, you know, I use this, this kind of goes back to the evolution, right? I use the, I mean, IT is a very lucrative field if you, if you get the right opportunities and I was able to use the money that I gained from, you know, at the time being single and, you know, just being able to do my own thing and just building up some money and invested in, in my own self and my own business. So, um, yeah, man. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I got a CISSP, I got a, uh, certified information security manager, certified risk and uh, systems compliance. I'm a PCI professional. Uh, you know, so, I, so I got, I got a lot of, accomplishments on the on the um the information technology side but uh i want to get some i want to get some recognition on this fashion side you know what i'm saying i understand that <laughs> and you know it's, it's it's crazy because i think um me and charles were talking earlier outside the studio and it's crazy because our the it community is very small, yeah, small. <laughs> out here in Las Vegas, oh, yeah. you know, and it's, it was crazy. We was just relating stories and we know similar people. And um, we was talking about an association that I was actually introduced about and didn't know that Charles was actually on the board. And can you talk about the association that you were on the board for? Yeah. So the Information Systems Security Association is actually an international organization um, they provide a community of uh, practitioners for information security for people to, you know, mind mold and mind melt and brainstorm and, you know, attack security issues collectively. And so the local chapter here 
I was introduced to several years ago and I was the communications officer for the, for the, I was elected as elected position on the board for several years. And, um, I participated, I, they do, uh, uh boot camps for security. And so mm-hmm. a couple years I taught, uh, the, actually they always recruited me for the, for the longest boot camp. I was the only <laughs> one that had to do the day long boot camp. Everybody else would go for half a day or a couple hours. They gave me the, yeah. you know, they get, cause I, my background is network engineering and network engineering is yeah. the biggest domain in, in the CISSP. Right. So they had me teach that, uh, a couple years so you know like it's a great organization it's um i'm, I'm I, let me throw this out here as a pitch you know if there are any people especially young people who are just don't know what they want to do in life and you know a lot of times uh, especially uh, and i know this show is for everybody but i'm african-american so i always I always tend to to understand african-american issues a little better than anybody else's issues but you know, in our in our community, w- our children are pursuing overpopulated occupations. Right. You know, they want to be athletes and entertainers, or they want to be doctors or lawyers. I mean, it's it's a you you Google lawyers on your phone right now and show me that you'll have a list and list to choose from. And I know lawyers that they have the degree and but the they're not really making a lot of money. The information technology, specifically information security, is so underpopulated that you can almost demand the salary that you want when you get a, 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 a the correct skill set. And so, you know, ISSA helps. Uh, they have they develop what's called the cybersecurity professional life cycle. And they have like the the whole map of, you know, entry level and how you how you get into entry level and then how do you get to mid level and then how do you get to senior level and how do you get to executive level? They have a process that people can go to and that's ISSA.org. ISSA.org. No, it doesn't take four years. You know, I actually uh I actually um I went to Michigan State. And I have some issues at Michigan State related to financial aid, so I had to go to the community college. Right. You know, and so I went to the community college. I know your pain. You know my pain. <laughs> so I went to the community college and I got my degree there. That was a two year degree. And I was actually working in the field before I got my degree. So um You did it the smart way. You had yeah, your company pay for your, your Yeah, school. exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, I did get reimbursed <laughs> for a lot of it. And so Um, but what happened was, you know, the certifications, man, a lot of times you got people who graduate with a computer science degree, they don't know anything about the application. And so, you know, of of the, of the understanding. And so you got Microsoft and you got Cisco and you got all these huge players in the market that have all these products and they offer certification and people, companies own those products and because they own those products if you go in with a cert rather than a degree they're like you know what we actually use right you know what i mean you just and, and one thing like i've always broke down because um i could say it helped me a lot because um i went through a program and we interviewed him actually jay banfield uh the program year up um shout outs to year up bay area and year up national um helps a lot of kids um from 18 to 24 learn IT skills, but um, I want to shout out uh, Kimberly, uh, Kimberly Bryan. Uh, yeah, Kimberly Bryan um, from Black Girls Code. Oh, yeah. I actually helped support that event oh, when, I, when, when I um, 
I helped support a lot of her hackathons yeah. when um, I worked at Salesforce. Yep. So um, shout outs to her. Her organi- organization has blew up since I've been in the Bay Area. Just thought out there. She was on Empire. Just want to throw that out there. They said wow. Black Girls Code on Empire. So it was it, her her brand and all the things just show that it, it's trying to close the gap of oh, yeah. that have been the divide yep. because a lot of people of minority have not been in the technical field right so to show that that is an option and you, and you can actually do it even if you don't have a degree because i can say honestly i'm working on my degree but i have not attained my degree but because of my certifications in a plus because of all my certification in microsoft and and apple and all those things i've had that i need to redo uh, <laughs> um it got me for the 10 years of it experience plus obviously the military but I was at the age of, think about it, at the age of 18, making $20 an hour in the recession. Yeah. With a BMW, just out of high school. Right. It shows you that it it's it makes money for the younger generation. Yep. And I could just say, because my brother-in-law, shout outs to my brother-in-law, I, put, I, I referred him to go to the same program year up, and he got IT experience, and now he's working for the city of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And he's only about to be 21. Yeah. So it shows you that it's, it's not because one thing that I always kind of always looked at was like, all right, you could get the person who's experienced on doing what you want them to do or you get the person that has the general idea mm-hmm. because you you really you really don't understand it until you actually deal with right. it. You could talk about because I learned more about I.T. doing I.T. Oh, yeah. Than what I did in school. Yeah. I knew I knew about it because obviously you work with right. it, but it's something to think about. I say that coding right now is like in demand oh yeah because there's not many of people out there becoming coders and they start off a hundred thousand entry level a coder i can't do it because i can't scan that long looking at html and, <laughs> and javascript and all that but it, that's just something to think about yeah but back to you though <laughs> that was a real good segment for y'all to get some information if you didn't know especially the young people yeah that, let me let me say something real quick pastor jay on that on the black girls code i think that's man that that was brilliant branding right and it was brill it's brilliant execution because you know like you said man not only not only is there the minority gap from a african-american perspective but there is the gender gap right you know what i mean and so um her introducing that program and allowing black girls to develop those skills at a young age, because if you can program the way that the world is going, right. Right. We use apps. Apps are developed through programming. Right. You know, we, we use everything that we're, the way the world is moving. There are, there are a couple things that you can do to make money. Healthcare is always going to be, it's always, always going to be sales is always going to be a way to make right. a lot of money. Technology is never going is, 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 I mean, the, the way of the future is technology. And now you're starting to hear a lot about artificial intelligence and machine learning. And so those are the new buzzwords. And, and so people who are able to, to grasp that at a young age, man, the opportunities are. And, and, and you got to think about it. The people have to maintain AI. AI does not maintain itself. No, it doesn't. And you have to understand it because everybody think about the, the Terminator and all that. Let me just tell you the breakdown <laughs> of how, how technology has got so far. First of all, AI cannot recognize face. It cannot recognize expression. And it, it can't understand emotion. So 
it's not going to get that far where you think it's just going to start taking over and things like that. Self-driving is so far from what you think. It's just autopilot with yeah. like, what, what is that cruise control? Modified right. times two. That's really what self-control Tesla does. It has sensors and it has cruise control where it corrects itself and it, it goes straight. It's not to a point where you could be like, car, go home. It's not got there yet. There's a lot of uh, developers I know personally that's on the web using their own car, writing code to try to get it because that's like a free thing to do on the Android platform, Google platform. But it's not there yet. <laughs> which, which it's not there yet, but just imagine being a part of the technology team that helps get it there. You right. know what I'm saying? And so because people, man, one one thing that I'm learning in life, man, is that whatever whatever people want to do, it's going to get done eventually. You know what I mean? This, you know, this whole SpaceX thing where they're talking about. There's uh, no stock in that yet. Just thought it out there. Yeah, but it's just, <laughs> I mean, it's just amazing that they're actually working towards stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, just think about we went to the moon. Right. Like, we like 30 years ago we went to the moon 30 years ago just think about that that's that's amazing because you know 150 years ago nobody was probably talking about going like why why would you want to go to the moon you know what i'm saying so it's just amazing that you know nasa employees and speaking of which hidden figures was a great movie to highlight the women who contributed to that and to see that people, you know, are able to work on like regular any er, everyday people who applied themselves to a dream were able to accomplish such feats and and the opportunities are always developing and I think it's just I think man it's just a wonderful time to be alive it's a wonderful time to uh you know have opportunity to do things outside of um what you may have seen before and right. it it, le it levels the platform man you know for so many years, there's been su such a, uh, you know, the playing field hasn't been fair, you know mm -hmm. what I'm talking about? And so when you have opportunities like this and, you know, there's angel investors and, you know, venture capitalists and people who are willing to invest in, you know, in, into ideas and things like that, like it's never been before. Uh, it's just, it's, a, it's just the opportunity um, for young people is so hopeful. Okay, so speaking of young people and, and redirecting back to fashion, because yeah. IT would take you all day. I'm oh, just yeah. to, to, especially if you've been in IT for years, you you try to give the knowledge to these young people to say, hey, there's a, another way, and it's and it's not as hard as you think. But going back to fashion, what would you tell the the upcoming person that's trying to get into fashion? What oh man, um, be authentic to yourself because I think that's what makes fashion fashion. Fashion is about expression. It's about what are you trying to say? And so a person who is trying to get into fashion, it, you, it's easy to get distracted. You know, a lot of times uh, I like suits. I like dressing up. And I get a lot of people saying, you know, do you do this and do you do that? And I'm like, I can, I could. But that's not that's not what I'm that's not my passion. You right. know what I'm saying? That's not my expression that I'm trying to. So I would tell them first, stay true, stay true to what you do, what you like. If you like, you know what I'm saying? If you want to, if you want to wear a brand that's all black and white, make your brand all black and white. Right. You know what I'm saying? That do, do what you, because somebody's going to be like, man, somebody goes in the white house, black market. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like people go and shop there. 
and it's a it's a it's a huge brand all across the all across the world you know and then you got this new you know virgil uh my man virgil from from uh uh i forget who he designed it for now but he did he started off white you know he got he got the signature big red patch on his on his suits you know that's what he wanted to do that's sweet to some people so just be, stay true to you the second thing that i would say is um surround yourself with people who believe in what you believe in i think the worst thing that has ever happened to me in life uh is to be around people who didn't believe dream killers killers, you know what i mean because everybody's not gonna see what you see but some people can hear what you said that you saw and support it you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and so it's important to have those people in your in your corner and uh believe in yourself and then I will also tell them go to magic. <laughs> yeah, you know, go go to trade shows. Go 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 to places where people are doing fashion. Do pop ups. You know, sometimes people are like, I, you know, I can't. I don't got a store. I can, you know, do home parties. You know what I mean? Do whatever. Like partner with people. Collaboration is the key. I, I have a program where basically, if a brother hosts a fashion party and other brothers buy. You know, he get three people to buy or three three suits are are purchased. He get a free suit. You know what I'm saying? Right. I do be creative. Think about ways to to tap into other people's networks that benefits them. And I think that's what you know. I would tell a, a young up and coming person who's trying to get into fashion. Okay, so with that being said, we're gonna go ahead and go on, uh, about to go on the outro. But I want everybody to. Even if they just tuned in right now, where can we find you, Mr. Charles? Yeah, so my so the website is shivlive, C H I V L I V dot com. Shivlive. So it's chivalry lives, but it's broken down so so it's kind of catchy. Shivlive, C H I V L I V dot com. And my Instagram is shivlives. So add a S at the end. C H A C H I V L I V S. So follow me on there. You'll see what we do. You see the hot fashion. You know, I got a lot of followers. I got a lot of people who support the brand and and, and love what we do, man. And I'm definitely one of them. That's yes, why sir. he's on the show. So definitely everybody go ahead and go follow him. Go check him out. He His, his brand is dope. So you'll be able to go check out some of his suits. And, you know, especially as they go to church. You know, I'm a type of person of more sweats and 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 athletic wear. I'm down with you right there now, right <laughs> you now, know, baby. He actually wearing. I'm more dressed up than he is, and that's <laughs> that's unnormal right now. So, but definitely go check him out. Um, he's a, he definitely knows what he's talking about, and young people of it. I'm just throw that back out there again because obviously God wanted us to talk about it because we just had a lot of yeah, to, a, lot a lot to say, to say about, about it. it. Yeah. Um, reach out. Reach out about it. Um, I actually right now am helping kids go on Code Academy. Dope. You know, uh, go on so many things so that they could get the certifications, get the computer technician certification, which is not a hard one to get. And you could at least start making 15 to $20 an hour at a uh. shop just repairing, yep. just, you know, doing the basics. And then build from there, A+, plus, C+, plus, you know, Cisco, which is a lot of money if you could pass that certification. Yeah. So it's just, if you definitely have those questions, definitely reach out. You know, you could reach out to him. Um, he'll have the information. And you could reach out to me. Yeah. Holla you know? at Pastor Jay. Yeah. Holla, holla. Holla, holla, holla. That was funny. Flashback. So, but anyway, you know, it's about that time. And 
one thing I want everybody just to think about is how can you stay accountable to yourself? You know what that leads me into? It don't got to stop. And, you know, Rudy ain't here to egg me on today, but it don't got to stop. Because today at 11 o'clock at Rancho High School, you could be able to come to Judah Family Community Church and hear a word from Pastor Jay today. And we're talking about accountability, a key to life. See, that's something that we all have to understand is that accountability of self is the most important thing because that's the only person you can control is yourself. Yes, sir. Hello, somebody. Hello. So you can meet, go ahead and check out Judah Family Community Church on Facebook and on Instagram and go ahead and check them out. You'll be able to see the sermon live on Judah Family Community Church after the uh, after the church service. But if you can make it, come down to Rancho High School, 1900 Sterling Ave, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89101 and get a good word today. Or you can be able to see our virtual campus on Facebook. We're the one with the check by it. Amen. <laughs> so, but like always, going into my outro, this is Pastor Jay. And always remember that common sense is not common. And never expect somebody to see what your perspective is. Yo, yo, this is DJ Severe. And um, if you want to go on over to the Kingdom Wear production page for a short, I might be there at 5 p.m. He might be doing bump but that. But you know what? I probably won't because I got I got another engagement to do today. I no bump that. Audition. Canceled. Yeah. Canceled. Canceled. <laughs> Auditions today. They got the 2018 Big Break Talent Search. Today is the first auditions at um, 6 p.m. at Nourishing Vines Outreach on 1555 East Flamingo. This is a big talent show, y'all. Come on. Hey, man. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Bye, y'all.
especially around my way. New Orleans where I stay. God, you been my rock, my savior, and my friend. And you taught me the ultimate law. Love always wins. Talk.